Well, get one. Have an idea. You're an idea man. Go with me on that one. You're an idea man. I'm, I'm, idea. I'm an idea man who comes up with invention. another episode of here's my idea i'm brian one it's good to be back um sadly brian too and we are joined today by friend of the pod danny's darling trivia extraordinaire ariel rosen ariel thank you for being with us excited to be here Longtime listeners will know me both as noah's sister and the girl who is not the worst cook in america <laughs> there you go and folks if you don't know that story go back to I believe, what episode was that, Brian, where we talked about it at the end? We told that story. I have no idea. Just go back and listen to all the episodes, clearly. That's right. Yeah, till go you back. find it. That's right. I think it was about five or six episodes ago. Go back, check it out. It was one that Noah Rosen was on. And um, that's one of our best stories. It's hidden in the credits, a little gem for the the, de- the dedicated Bry guys out there. So, hit me with the question, Brian. Well, Brian, one, what do you got for us today? I, I love how it pains you to say Brian won. Say it, it like Mufasa. It truly does. It's like Mufasa. Say it again. Brian won. Thank you. So here's what I got for you, right? I, people know two things about me. They know that I love Broadway and I love a good deal. That is true. You wanted to do Broadway theater at one of the uh, trivia questions. That's true. I was in a musical in college. Love a show. Love to sing. Love the whole operation. Who'd you play? I played a character in, what was his name? His name was uh, Peterson. Peterson was, I believe, his name. He was a, I was an extra, an, an ensemble member in Had Succeed in Business without really trying. And I also played the cop at the end. You know, it takes a lot of range to play two parts in one <laughs> show, but I, that's the kind of range I had as an actor. Um, so anyways, I love Broadway and I love a good deal. I was thinking. When you go to the theater, sometimes an understudy has to step in and play a main role, right? You're familiar with this? Very familiar. Mm-hmm. Right? But what are the understudies doing on nights when they're not called in? Are they just hanging out? They're not working? They're probably disappointed they don't get to be in the show. They're not getting the practice for eventually when they might need to step in. So here's what I suggest. One night a week or maybe one day a week, maybe like a Thursday matinee or a Monday night, something like that. It's the understudy show. All the understudies get to be in the show. They get to practice. But then if you're an audience member, you're not getting quite the experience to see in the leads. So what do we do? The tickets are half off. Boom. Understudy night, I think is my best idea. So Brian, one, as a avid theater performer, as you well know, there's actually a couple types of understudies. There's the... Of course. So there's the understudies and myself as a long-term elementary school summer stock uh, ensemble member (laughs) um, as a, uh, you know, high school side wise uh, theater kid. I was the kid writing the plays and not performing, but the great bard. Yes. As as, as the great bard of uh, Stevenson high school in Chicago. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so there's the standbys who are, there every night of the theater until the stage manager lets them go assuming that the lead is going to go on so there's the ones who are going to sub in quickly and then there's the what you think of as an understudy who is actually in the ensemble cast somewhere 
So they're in the chorus, they're doing other stuff. So they're actually on stage every night, just not playing the leads. They're just there to step in if both the main actor and the the standby aren't there to go on. Now I have a question. Does an understudy do more than one understudy role? So Sometimes, yeah. Would that be an issue with this, Brian, where we wouldn't have enough understudy actors? Everybody moves up one is my thinking. So <laughs> you're somebody who, if you're the understudy for the lead, right? Let's say you're a Hamilton's understudy. Now mm-hmm. on a normal night, you might be a background dancer, right? But then you're also Hamilton's understudy. That's, that's the way it works, Ariel? Yeah. Great. So, great. So everybody moves up one. So Hamilton's understudy moves in to be the, moves in to be Hamilton. Somebody else that wasn't in, now they get to be the dancer. Now maybe you get some other people who weren't even cast in the show originally. They get to step in and they get to strut their stuff in the back, show up their moves. See, that's what I want. I want to be able to pay enough money to step in on understudy night and be one of those random people in the, you know, ensemble cast. Maybe it's even a fundraiser. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the way that it works. Maybe that's a good addition to it. You get to pay as like a charity to be in the show in the background. You Rich can't speak love if you, Broadway. Absolutely. You can't speak. If you speak, you're kicked off. You got to maybe an hour to learn a couple of the moves. Uh, honest question. How good do you think you would do if you were just thrown into a Broadway play and were asked to do the dance, the choreography with everybody? Like oh, you had absolutely. like try to follow along. Absolutely terribly. I have a number of stress dreams where I am asked to sub in on some stage performance, learn the choreography. This is a recurring nightmare of mine. And yet still, I think I would do it just for the, for the story. And to so, say, I, I ruined a Broadway performance. <laughs> so Brian, you know me, most people would say I'm a fairly confident person, right? I think yeah. I can, I often think I can do things that in reality I may not be able to do. Mm-hmm. Dancing in a Broadway show is not one of those things. <laughs> I, there is, when I did the musical, as I mentioned before, how to succeed in business without really trying. Some people said it was BU's, BU off-Broadway's best performance of all time. When I did that, I had to audition. And part of the audition was a dance where you had to like quickly learn a dance and then try to do it in like with a group of people. Somewhere out there, Georgia Ladd, the director of that show, friend of the pod, has a video of this audition of mine. I would pay any amount of money to make sure that video does not come out ever. So anyway, how do we get it. this video? Yeah, that's that sounds like something we need to uh, procure and put it's on about program. seven years old, the video. And I th- there's nothing I've done in my whole life worse than audition to dance for that show. I couldn't do and it, it was it was not it was so bad. It wasn't even funny. You're picturing it being like funny, like I'm like tripping and like leaping and falling. I was just kind of like looking around, like, you know, and, like trying to do one move and it'd be way off. And it was kind of a disaster. By the end of the show, that, I was decent. But I was going to say another good example is I don't know if you ever heard um, Jake Johnson's stories from New Girl. Where I have not. It, it was like the first season and there was this big dance number and they, they kept asking him to, to learn the choreography. And he was just like, yeah, no, no, no I got it. Like, we're good. Like, don't worry. Like, I've, I've been practicing. And like in the meantime, he's, he has been practicing the entire time. So there goes like the big, and then, the, and then comes the big day where they have to do the dance. And if you look in the background of that episode of New Girl, you'll see him doing the complete wrong dance the entire time. And he's like, yeah, you know, my plan was just have Zoe Deschanel. Like everyone's eyes are on her that nobody will see old Jakey in the back. And if you look in the back, he's just doing the wrong dance the whole time. Wait, sidebar, That's- which episode is this for season one? 
I don't know the exact episode, um, but if you look on if you look on uh, YouTube, there's an interview of him with like one of like the Tonight Show hosts explaining right. this. It's very I'll funny. Look it up. But all of that to say, I think that there are some shows where the dancing is not necessarily as difficult. So maybe that's how you could choose. And by the way, if it's understudy night, you're just staying out of the way. You can't talk. That's a big rule. You can't you can't like talk and ham it up and make it about you. You got to try your best. And what ha- well, what happens again with all this like understudy is the understudy for two roles. What happens there? Is it again just next man up? Yeah, it's just next yeah. man up. Everybody's just stepping up. And then my next question is for uh, prices. You said a half off. Half right? off. Is this more geared towards like students and like senior citizens and like veterans or is this just anybody? Anybody, I say. Anybody. Half off. Anybody can go. Hmm. It, it's probably inherently geared more towards senior citizens and students who are looking for a deal. You know, if you're, a, you there, know, a, is there, uh, is there is there a day in the theater where like people take a day off for the week? Monday, for that, for typically. Day? M- Monday, typically. And then there's only matinees on Sunday and Saturday, Sunday and Wednesday. So you could do a matinee any of the other days or Monday night. What I'm wondering is what's the uh what's the benefit for the theater company to do this? They're losing money. They're not putting their stars up. Uh, What I'm thinking is two reasons, right? The first is, are they losing money because they're still and maybe bringing in a whole, they're bringing in a lot of people at a price point that they wouldn't be able to get them in otherwise. If you're a student, maybe you don't, you say, I can't afford a $120 ticket to a show, but maybe at 60 bucks, I could sneak in and see, uh, you know, a chorus line or cats or whatever I'm seeing. So maybe they're, maybe they're making money. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would work. And then the other reason is that it's a public good. Get more affordable tickets to Broadway shows. Public I mean, honest, honestly, I think the future of Broadway isn't even like theater. I think it's what Hamilton did with the going to Disney Plus streaming. I think, I think that's the future of Broadway shows, honestly. Yeah, that's a big debate within the theater community is how to make theater more accessible. Because if you don't live in New York, how are you going to see a Broadway show? You can move here. Yeah, no, no, no desire to move to New York. <laughs> New York sucks. <laughs> eh, agree to disagree. Um, all right, it's time for the it's time for the Mister Two segment of the podcast where Brian Two's dad has his he likes to poo poo the idea, and I say to borrow a line from a great musical, think twice before you poo poo it, Mister Two. All right, what what musical is that from? Ariel. It rent. There you go. <laughs> uh, I have not seen Rent. That's one of the few musicals I've not seen. Great movie. Great musical, presumably. I've never seen it on stage, but the movie is quite good. Uh, the musical's even better. I can only imagine. Um, what does Mr. Two have to say about this? Well, he would, he would say the finances. I mean, he's going to say, why would, again, like, why would the theaters be doing this? They're going to lose money on this. Why are they losing money? Maybe what am I also? Also, it's like they're going to lose a a full paying customer to someone who's just going for half off. And I don't know that that's that that, that'd probably be my guess of what he what he would say. Here's what I say to that, Mr. Two. Ariel, first, do you have a response to that? Because I have. I mean, I'm I'm thinking because there's already opportunities to get cheaper tickets. There's the matinees. They have senior pricing. They have. Some theaters have student pricing. There's the lottery. So 
feel like this really only comes up when it's the new hot show in town or if you have something like Hamilton happen again where it's impossible to get a ticket. I'm with you. And I think that it's, maybe it's not for every show, right? It has to be for shows where there's stars and it has to be for a show where there's a star that people are going to see. So then you would have people that, are willing to pony up the dough to see the big star, but might not be willing to, but might be willing to say, you know what? I'll let someone else go see understudy night. Like Tom Hanks was in a Broadway show, for example, right? A lot of people are only seeing that show because Tom Hanks is in it. But if Tom Hanks isn't in it and you're saying, now I can go for 25 bucks. Great. I'll slide in there. Well, I feel like this is opening the door for, I paid full price. I go to the Broadway show and Tom Hanks isn't there that night. I am furious mm, yeah, because I paid the, well just yeah, I the paid the, study night. Exactly. I paid the full price specifically to see Tom Hanks and not do the understudy night. Do you think that's what you do, get? Do you, Brian, what do you think of this? Do you think if you go to a Broadway show and like the main star is an understudy, you should get some, a little bit of money back. <laughs> I, think that i like it or or get like 50 percent off to to see the show again with the person that's what you do 50 percent off to see it again and then guess what you do next time they're still not in it (laughs) (laughs) that's how you keep them coming back it's like when there's a problem at the movie theater and they give you two free vouchers exactly i was once at the movies and they ran the wrong trailers for the movie i was going to see and then they started they just started the wrong movie that's what they did. They just started the wrong movie and someone had to go report it. And then what did they do? They started from the beginning of the trailers again. So we had to sit through an hour of trailers. <laughs> I believe I was going to see Get Him to the Greek and they played something about the Guardians of Gahul was the movie that they played. Did, they, did those two movies come out at the same time? I think Guardians of the Galaxy made it came out at that time. At the same time as Get Him to the Greek? I think so. No Are chance. naming movies that start with a G? <laughs> No, but I, I think they think they were kind of at the same time. Ah, uh, maybe not. Who knows? See, here's the. I think the biggest question is what's theater going to look like in a post-COVID world? You know, there hasn't been a a Broadway show on for a year now. This is streaming. why I think it's going to streaming. But you still have to have the show done at least once, a couple of times, to get the right shots. What do you mean when you say it's going to streaming? I feel like there's still a, a market for people that would see live shows. I still but love I think it's going show. to be more limited theaters. You're not going to see packed houses yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. So not ever, I think. But I think, I think this, we... this helps your case. If you have a more exclusive live theater experience because they can't fill their theaters because, you know, it's post-COVID, people are wearing masks, they want to sit however many spaces apart and whatever it looks like when things finally start opening up then who knows maybe you do pay the the extra bucks to get the big stars if that's what you care about or you pay less and you see the the understudies i um yeah i like it i think here's another idea here's another idea yeah have you seen it before where um you sort of bet on if you're living with other people and everyone puts down how much they're willing to pay for each room Mm-hmm. No. sort of divided up so it's but it, a similar system with the tickets so you see the cast list and you say i'm willing to pay you know 60 bucks for this ticket on this night 
someone else can come in and say, you know what, I'm willing to pay 70 bucks for this ticket on this night. Or I'm willing to pay 40 bucks for, you know, a different cast on this night. And it does some sort of calculation where, you know, it gives you the best deal. It gives the theater the best deal. And then it sort of decides the cast for that night. I like the idea of yeah. bidding. Should like, should more things in general just be bidding? Like, Absolutely. Like just tickets in general, like instead of them being like, oh, it's $400 for a Taylor Swift concert ticket, people just bid for the ticket for all the tickets. Are you familiar and, with stuff? Yeah, that's that's how it is anyway. Oh, really? I don't. I don't. I've never. I haven't. Uh, I've never seen uh, bidding on StubHub. No, Stub. I mean, they just sell it all to bots before anything can. Any humans can get in there. But what if? What if the the show starts off just sixty dollars a ticket, all understudies, and then if enough people put in enough money, then the stars will go on. But only so, if, if so they in pay, theory, pay enough. So money. the stars only go on. This is like a game theory problem. The stars yeah. only go on if there's enough people there. But if there's enough people there, then the prices go up. So no, then the I'm people thinking... that bought it originally don't even want to go anymore. No, no. I think that, you know, people may decide we only want to buy a ticket for, you know, at, at the regular level, at the understudy okay. level. But then other people can come in and say no 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 but we want to go on this particular night we're going to pay extra because we want to see you know lynn miranda go on as hamilton got it so they have they you know depending on how much everyone puts in the pot that's who's stars in the show that night so the actors don't even know until they get there who's going to be on i like it i want to go back to I want to go back to the idea from before that you had about making it for charity. It kind of combines a lot of the things we've said. This idea of bidding for the experience of being in the show. Yeah, because a lot of shows nowadays have that experience where you can sit on stage and be part of it that way. Like uh, right. Spring Awakening. I know they have the, the, those theater seats. Um, yeah, there's some other shows too, but yeah. You know, just keep upping the price. Rich people who like theater will, you know, do pretty much anything. Totally. Like, imagine, like, you could bid on, and then you could even take this to other places, right? You could bid on the experience of being a... Being, be like, being, I was going to say being, like, being with the team in the dugout in baseball or be being with the, team in the, the sideline in football. I'm not even talking about being, I'm talking about taking an at-bat. <laughs> right? What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, taking at-bat. But you, you give a 10 million, you give a million dollars to charity, you get to take an at-bat. Every Sunday, the second inning. Every Sunday, the second inning. You get to have a team. It's, it's a charity spot. And one, if you bid it, like you bid, you know, you bid and then you get to take an at-bat in the game. Yeah. Why I not? That. How often do you think that person would get on base? Never. But it'd be Never. fun for that person. They get their picture. They could, and then maybe imagine if they got a hit. I mean, it'd be yeah, the best it's, story it's, ever. Right. It's still counts. It'd be fun for basketball, but just for free, three, uh, free throws. Yes, I like exactly. It, yeah. You bid right. you bid a million bucks or whatever. You have to give a million dollars to the Knicks, and then the seventeenth free throw of the game, you have to take it. Yeah. For football, you get to call the play instead of sitting on the couch <laughs> saying, "Oh, I would have done it this way. Why didn't they run it?" No, you have to be there on the field calling the play, and then everyone in America hates you when you get it wrong. But that's a great experience because then you get to decide the play. That'd be awesome. And I think that this is 
I think that this is maybe maybe this is the, the better idea. You started with understanding it. Maybe we're just com- coming up with like the charity experience bidding. Like what would be some other things you would want to bid on like that? I want to buy a spot on the Olympic team. Great answer. Great answer. You get to I, march I, I don't on the ceremony. Right. I don't care what sport it is. You know, you'll be whatever the 10th person on whatever random sport you decide you want to be where it doesn't even matter, but you're still, you got the jacket, you get to stay at the Olympic village, you're marching with the team. Yep. And you get to do, you get to go to the McDonald's where it's just this, all you can eat, all you can eat for free. The Krispy Kremes, mm-hmm. I think they usually have, they have a lot of Krispy Kreme donuts. And this goes back to the Olympics idea we had, Brian, where like maybe you even get to run in an event, just like in the outside lane, you just get to do it. You won't win. I know they kind of do this on Kickstarter, but like for like movies, just like being in the movie and yeah. having like one line or something. Probably that doesn't happen do more often, honestly. Uh, they're starting to do that with space flight. They're, they're selling tickets on SpaceX. There we go. And is that, but that's a profit thing. We're, we're all about the charity. Right. This is, this is for charity. Yeah. That's right. But I'm saying I'll, the possibilities I'll, I'll, are endless. I'd love to go to the White House and just like sign something. Yeah. It's like whatever. <laughs> just like sign something. Just get, what if you got your portrait in the White House in some like random room? That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. Would you want a portrait of yourself, like a painted portrait? Absolutely. You would Especially enjoy that? Like, like next to a horse or something and like yeah. full 1800s battle regalia. <laughs> that's the only way to do it. Like if it's just me in a t-shirt, like that's, that's no fun. It, it needs to be, yeah, have you seen those pet portraits where you get your pet's head in like a Game of Thrones character? I have not no. seen that. Oh, they're fantastic. I'll, I'll send you the link. But yeah, but that except it's, it's me next to a horse. That's amazing. That I think that, that's, that would be tremendous. Brian, what kind of uh, portrait would you want of yourself? I feel like I just want like the classic like U.S. president where I just look like presidential and I have my hand in my coat jacket. Yeah. Like by my the chest. Napoleon. Yeah, the Napoleon. Or maybe the jacket over the shoulder. That's a good look. Yeah, with my foot up on the my foot up on a chair. Yes. Yeah. My feet are up on a chair right now. Uh, the Captain Morgan. There you go. You could buy a vote. You can just buy to be your congressperson for a day and, and vote. You know that this is not even, uh, here's my idea. This is an idea I've actually heard people like, this is not an original. What some people think that you can have the government run where it's like jury duty. You just are in, you just get into the mail. You're in Congress. I love or it. Or like city council. What about this? What about like 30 seconds to speak? Like in between innings at a baseball game or you get to be the halftime show, whatever you want it to be. You're the halftime show. You get to go out there. Whatever you want to do. Would you get to go out there and at a Nick game or a Nets game and say, hey, everybody, uh, you know, I'm just going to tell you some stories. I'm going to show you my student film on the screen. I'm just going to rant about some things that are on my mind. People yeah. would want to do these things. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, of course, people can always change the channel if they don't want to listen to the rants, but still get to do it like imagine at a you know how they do the 50 50 raffle at like a base at a sporting event mm-hmm. right imagine if it was the 50 50 raffle but instead of you know you could do a 50 50 raffle where you win money but then another prize would be like you're the halftime show whatever you want to do i don't even know what i would do for a halftime show but you probably wouldn't like like i would probably enter you in it and then you'd have to go out there and be like hey everybody i'm brian i'm brian too <laughs> Um, here's my podcast. Here's my idea. Give it a listen. It's like making Subscribe. someone do a spontaneous TED talk. 
there's nothing more stressful. Have you ever had to do a spontaneous TED talk? I mean, there's definitely been some presentations I haven't been prepared for that seemed like a spontaneous TED talk. Fair enough. Whom's amongst us has not been? Well, if you were to have to go off on 40 minutes right now and filibuster, what would be your topic? Me? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Filibuster for 40 minutes right now. What would be your topic? Probably um, why Derek Jeter is an overrated baseball player. Hmm. Would be one of them. Um, yeah, I mean, 40 minutes is a long time. I mean, I teach classes every day. I basically just talk for 40 minutes anyway. I'd probably do Ohm's Law. <laughs> Good old Ohm's Law. Yeah, I could talk about Ohm's Law for 40 minutes if I needed the to. Um, the Omega. What would you do, Brian? <sighs> I don't know. I'd probably do something superhero related or TV show sitcom related. I'd probably just say the plot of like a TV show, honestly. Fair enough. Ariel, what would yours be? Yeah, I've been, I'm trying to think what I know 45 minutes worth of information about. Yeah, I don't know, probably, yeah, something superhero, something the West Wing. God, I don't know. That's, that's tough. It's, it's tough even trying to come up with the answer. Yeah, I could do it. I could go like a fan theory thing. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, here. Yeah, here's what would be your what would be your West Wing rant if you were going to go on a West yeah, Wing? Yeah, my rant. West Wing rant um, is 45 minutes on how uh, Toby took the fall in the final season for his for his wife. No, for his sister in law. All right, Brian. This is going to be the longest episode ever. Please do the 45 minutes on Toby. I was that's almost exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Except for, I was going to say for his wife. What's the sister in law theory? I don't know that one. So sister-in-law is, you know, the, the, his brother's wife, the brother of the astronaut who killed himself, brother told his wife about the astronaut thing. Who's, you know, about the, the shuttle. Right. Who's matter at the government? It's got to be the wife. Who's True. Toby going to take the fall for? It's taking it for his sister-in-law, his nieces and nephews. You know, there's all the theories that it was CJ or even Andy, but how would Andy know about all that information? You know, they said the information wasn't totally right, so it makes more sense for it to come from someone outside the government. True. Yeah, that's why Toby gives up his life for his sister-in-law. So between this and Richard Schiff being the opening to our show, I feel like we got to get him on somehow. That would be, that would be the ultimate to. celebrity get, Richard yeah. Schiff. As someone who's only watched the first two seasons, I'm so lost to what you said, but I know the astronaut brother thing. That he oh, so we spoiled some things for you, Brian. So I'm just... not going to watch it, so it's fine. I've been trying to bully him and Noah into continuing to watch The West Wing for... It, Where it did you guys like stop? Now. We stopped, like, a couple episodes before the reunion special. Before the in reunion special? It was season three. Oh, so you just stopped in the middle of season three of The West Wing? Um... This is just a West Wing podcast now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that's what I would pay for. I would pay to be for them to do a West Wing reunion again and then to just be it there in the background somewhere. I agree. Out, that, would be, that would be up there for me. Yeah. I'm thinking about wh what I would want to do in the West Wing. I think I'd want to be like, you know what would be a good role for, like I'd want to have like a little interaction with the president. Mm. Like a little, I'd want to be, you know, who's a good guy to be like that, the, the doctor in like the second or third episode. I don't even remember his name. Yeah. Morris Tolliver. Is that Ooh, the actor? Is that the, yes. name of the, is it the actor, the doctor? I don't know who that is. That yeah. guy. I want to be that the guy, guy that, that dies. Scene. Yeah. If 
five minutes. I get to go back and forth with Martin Sheen, and then I'm done. And then I'm done with everything. That would be it. I would I would bid all of it for that. Um, so I'm happy to summarize, and then I have uh, then we can do our housekeeping, and we could uh, close it out. Does that sound good? Yeah, go for it. Um, so basically, The West Wing is the greatest show of all time. That's essentially the episode. But basically, we got two ideas folded into one here. The first idea is understudy night, where for half price you can go see a Broadway show, and um, it's half price because the understudies are performing, not the regular cast. Can't be for every show because, you know, if you're going to see Cats, no one really knows who's under the cat costumes anyway. It's got to be for something with a premier actor, Tom Hanks, Lin-Manuel Miranda, something like that. But then also we came up with this new idea of charity auctions where you can bid on some extreme prizes and give all the money to charity. So some of the prizes are you can be in Hamilton. You can be a red coat and get shot down. You can even, you know, take an at-bat for the Mets. That'd be pretty fun. Or a free throw for the Knicks. Um, anything like that. Um, and you could be in an episode of The West Wing. You could be Morris Tolliver. I forget if that's the actor or the doctor or who that is, but you could be <laughs> that guy. Um, and there we go. Did I do it? How's that summary? Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I did. I did. Li- I did specifically like the idea of the. You go to a Broadway show, the main actor's not there. You get fifty percent off to go again. So when the main actor is there, I did. I did like that. I liked it too. So follow us on the Instagram. Where do they follow us, Brian? Here's my idea podcast. That's right. Um, t-shirt orders are going out soon. If you put in your T-shirt order, you are not forgotten. You are not alone. Shout out, dear Evan Hansen. The T-shirt orders are going out soon. It just. I had to get a certain amount before I could put the order in, but rest assured, they're going out. If you want a t-shirt, all you have to do is comment on any Instagram post and say, I want a shirt. They're free. You don't even have to pay. <clears throat> Cut that. You don't even have to pay. <laughs> you don't even have to pay, Brian, is the thing with the t-shirts. <laughs> um, the only other bit of housekeeping is I'm, I'm, I have some comedy shows coming up, both Zoom and in person. Can I, I'm going to plug my dates. We'll be like a real podcast. How does that sound? Right. Yeah, go for it. All right. Are you going to so- plug uh, the other thing too? The other thing is yeah, what? I want some updates on the other thing. Oh, the, yes, I'll plug everything right now. So, I'll do my dates first. If you're if you're not in New York and you want to see me on Zoom, I have shows on April second and April eighth. The April second shows at nine. The April eighth shows at seven. I may be adding a show on the first. Got to figure that out. If you're in New York, live show at the Tiny Cupboard Saturday, five p.m. Comment on the Instagram or message me for tickets. Whatever you want to do. You probably have my number if you're listening to this. You can just text. Oh, fuck. I spilled some soy sauce. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You probably have my number if you're listening to this. And there you go. Give me 10 seconds. I really did just spill right there. Uh, (laughs) Soy sauce is cleaned up. All right. And then you wanted an update on Spite Fest? Yeah. Yeah. So Spite Fest, it looks like we're doing Spite Fest, but... We were debating on the Spite Fest board about whether or not we wanted to do it. <laughs> wow, my voice is all over the place. Whether or not we wanted to do Spite Fest like really soon or whether or not we wanted to wait and try to do it at the same time as our enemies, the AMG Comedy Festival. We're going to wait. We're going to try to do it at the exact same time as them. I thought we'd give away a lot of our momentum and a lot of our energy if we just did it at a random time. So stay tuned for that. You can check us out there, spitefest.com. And if you feel like it, you can go review the AMG comedy festival on facebook i'm not going to tell you to leave one star because that might be illegal but if you left one star you know it might be accurate uh have more people left reviews since last week yes it was at five stars when i started my crusade they're down to two we just need a couple more people and we will be good brian brian are you willing instead of leaving a comment on the instagram to 
give one star to AMG and you'll give them a t-shirt. So absolutely. That's a great idea. You, I don't know that I'm legally allowed to say that, but let's just say that those are two things that I enjoy doing or giving people t-shirts and hating on the AMG comedy festival. You can't give it one star, but if you can wreck it, you can choose to review it and then not recommend it. If you send me a screenshot of that, it would amuse me. And if I'm by my computer and amused and I happen to be on the t-shirt website anyway, maybe your name finds your way into it. I, I don't know, but that might be how things work here. Um, if you want to hear the whole AMG Comedy Festival debacle and Spite Fest, you can go back and listen to the trivia episode. I believe I tell the story at the beginning. All right. Is that everything? Yeah, that's everything. My voice is cracking and my voice is dying. I'm crawling to the finish line here. Um, Ariel, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll have to have you back on for more theater-related or any other or West Wing-related content. Me and you should just start a West Wing podcast, I think. This I yeah, I think that's what we should do next. Sounds good to me. Um, Brian, too, anything else? No, it's been a good night. We just won trivia. So that's it right. feels, good to, feels good to win trivia for a change. That's right. Instead of losing on the tiebreaker. And you know what? Oh, I, just I, think I lost last week. but <laughs> Oh, that's true. I forgot that what happened. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was referencing our team. Yeah, here's my idea. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.